Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 186 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life and get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach, Greg Audino, reminding you before we begin that if you have a question you would like help with on the show, we welcome you to email it to us at advice at oldpodcast.com. Now, it is so nice to have you all here today, as it is every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Before we proceed, I do want to let you know that at the end of the episode, I'll be sharing a special piece of listener advice from our Vibly community that you should stick around for. More on what Vibly is, how you can join, and how you can have your answers featured on the show later on, though. The OLA question we will be taking a look at today is pretty straightforward. Our asker is looking to replace the negative thoughts in her head with positive ones. Surely this is something we're all curious about, as our perceptions of our struggles are really what make them struggles at all. So, how can we change our thinking in a way that respects the negative thoughts that inevitably come up? That's really the question. This is really a cornerstone of creating healthier thinking patterns, and it's what we'll talk about today. So, here's the question. I'm trying to keep all of the negative thoughts out of my head and replace them with positive thoughts. I need a plan for how to do this to increase my self-confidence and techniques that are easy to follow and effective. No more negative thoughts, huh? That sounds like a dream. Thank you for sending this question in, Asker. Definitely an admirable pursuit and a lofty goal. Now, I should preface my answer by saying that you are shooting yourself in the foot from the get-go if you ever expect to be completely ridded of negative thoughts. Don't fall into thinking that you've somehow failed as long as some negative thoughts do come up, because that's, that's just a recipe for disaster. There are certainly strategies for diminishing them, however, but more important than diminishing negative thoughts is handling them better. That's really the goal, and it too will be more attainable when putting into practice what we talk about today. So, uh, really quick to start, it's worth noting that if you are not living a baseline healthy lifestyle, it's time to. I know it feels too abstract to believe in sometimes, but the fact is that your mind will unquestionably be in a better place by simply maintaining good daily habits, such as a good diet, regular exercise, of course, ample time outside and with loved ones, surrounding yourself with supportive, well-prioritized, and um, morally intact people, I'll say, and generally making an effort to do all of the things that bring you joy so long as they're good for you. But uh, assuming you've done all of this, of course, uh, what you're looking at is a double approach, I think, to changing your thinking. I'm going to give you two strategies to work on side by side. The first one I'll talk about is rather involved in long term. And the second is a simpler day by day approach that is manufactured, uh, yet still truthful and really great for getting you by while you chip away at the first longer standing one. You're going to have to have uh, patience on this journey. There's no question about that. Negative thoughts, they build over a lot of time and conditioning. Changing them is not an immediate thing, and your brain needs enough justification to believe in positive, counteractive thoughts instead of those negative thoughts. Now, first, the long-term work. Know that each of your negative thoughts, they're all telling you something, right? They're all reflecting a part of your psyche that is clearly not at rest. And it becomes less restful and more powerful the more you try to silence it, because you're making it out to be a villain rather than cooperating with it. This is why we shouldn't seek to eliminate unhealthy thoughts, so much as learning to deal with them better. 
at which point they become more likely to dissipate or change form. Because each negative thought is stemming from something that needs attention, you need to dissect these recurring thoughts and hold yourself accountable to what part of you is creating them, why that part is there, and what it wants. For example, say you are having negative thoughts about your appearance. Rather than trying to turn them off and immediately think of something else over time, you want to practice digging deeper. The thought pops into your head that you don't like your appearance. Now, now ask why you don't like your appearance. Say it's your thighs, I don't know. Uh, Why don't you like your thighs? Well, they're not toned. When did you start feeling this way? When somebody made a comment about them in middle school. These investigative questions can then be followed by questions rooted in interpretation. So, is appearance something you feel is worth thinking about this much? Does appearance really have anything to do with your value as a person? Surely you don't love all the people you love because of their appearance, so what makes you think you can only receive love if you look a certain way? What do you think you'll have to say about this on your deathbed as you are reflecting on the things that were important in life and how you spent your time? Can you forgive this part of yourself and treat yourself like you'd treat your best friend if they started to collect weight in their thighs? So tackling negative thoughts like this helps you get more comfortable, curious, and accepting of them. The more repetitions of this process you put in over time, the more your beliefs about your thighs and the importance of how they look will change for the better. But again, it takes time. To keep you afloat while those beliefs change slowly over time, then there's the day-to-day work that I mentioned. And this is simply a matter of prompting yourself to express the healthier, more positive thoughts you have so that they can take front and center, as opposed to being more passive and uh, just living and dying in your brain. Now, this might include speaking about the good in everything, including that which you speak negatively of. What good attributes do those things have? Uh, What are you grateful for in life? List three to five things each day. Can you give three to five compliments to others each day? Can you give three to five hugs each day? Pick three to five pieces of trash from the ground each day. Offer three to five random acts of kindness each day. I don't know why I'm so hooked on uh, three to five. Even one of each of these things uh, every day will go a really long way, but you get the idea. Three to five is fine. Uh, And uh, like I said before, this would be manufactured into your routine in the sense that it isn't something you would do naturally, but that doesn't mean it has to be a lie, nor should it be, nor is it based on you know, the examples I just provided. Look to act on the things I mentioned, and more uh, that are easily accessible. Surely there are some things you're grateful for, so shout them out. You don't have to make them up, just express them. Surely there are compliments you'd like to give based on things you admire in others. Surely there are people you want to hug. All I'm saying is bring that stuff up and let it out. And if you guys want my advice on how to plan your meals in a way that's healthy and affordable, well, don't even bother asking because I am way ahead of you. We are so happy to partner with HelloFresh. HelloFresh cuts out stressful meal planning and grocery store trips so you can enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in about 30 minutes or less. They offer over 23 recipes each week featuring a range of flavors, cuisines, and ingredients that get dropped off right at your door. I really enjoyed their chicken parm dish that was sent to me recently. 
Never, ever, ever, ever did I expect a meal delivery service to deliver the same delicious results on Italian food that my mother does. But HelloFresh did, so don't tell my mom. So, what better way to kick off 2021 than with America's number one meal kit? Go to HelloFresh.com slash 10OLA and use code 10OLA for 10 free meals, including free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash 10OLA and use code 10OLA for 10 free meals, including free shipping. Now to the woman who sent this question in, thank you again, and thanks to all of you for listening today. You know, we all look for the easiest way to do everything. We are hardwired to do so, so we can conserve time and energy and resources. And what this often causes us to do is bypass steps to a solution that may come off as irrelevant or just uncomfortable. When it comes to creating healthier thoughts for yourself, we can't take this shortcut. We can't force ourselves to stop thinking about things. And if we do for a period of time, they're bound to resurface at a later date, and until then, prohibit you in ways that you don't realize. It's essential to make friends with your negative thoughts and see where they're coming from and what they're trying to tell you. Once you listen to them a little more, they're bound to pass on their own, or at least show up in a less stressful or destructive form. And uh, before we wrap up, everyone, I do want to bring you a segment from our Vibly community now, as I mentioned in the intro. In case you've missed out, Vibly is our new online group that has us hosts and a ton of listeners involved in group chats about the types of topics that we feature across the OLD network, finance, health, mental health, self-help, relationships. And you can join it via the link provided in the bio of this episode. And we also offer prompts every two weeks that give listeners the chance to offer their best advice for others to use. We know that all of you have your own insights and experiences, and now it's time for you to share your gifts with the world and optimize others the way that we try to do here in the network. And our first prompt of the year asked listeners to share unique forms of self-care that they swear by. And this is one of my favorite responses from it, submitted by listener Jess Watkins. Here we go. Last year, I started putting prompts, poems, mantras, and podcast quotes as reminders in my phone. One went off every hour, so I would get up and hug my kids no matter what I was doing. Some pop up once a week or once a month, and I'm delighted by my messages from my past self. It gives me time to process ideas that are meaningful to me. I retire reminders that feel stale and add what feels vibrant, powerful, or needed. I recently added a reminder that says, Enough! To remember that this moment is always good enough. I am enough, and I've had enough with self-betraying behavior. It feels firm, but sweet. Greg here again. Love that. Automatic and easy to do. Ample opportunity to break up the monotony and be re-centered with what's important. And I also love that she's willing to change it in and out as her values change. Really great stuff. So, thanks so much again to Jess Watkins and everyone else that offered their advice. I'll be back again soon with another featured entry from Vibly. But in the meantime, join us on there if you haven't already and put your wisdom to good use. We could all use it. That is going to do it for now, though, folks. We have reached the end. So thank you once more for listening to the end. And do be sure to come back next time. You guys are the best. I'll see you in the next episode.